peace of our Lord be with you. Every three years, the lectionary places in the path of the church throughout the world this morning's lesson from the Gospel of Luke. But no matter how often it rolls back around, it always leaves me wondering what we should say concerning the parable of the persistent widow. Given the fact that the Bible calls far more than a dozen times for widows, orphans, and immigrants to be the recipients of special compassion and care, Perhaps the pleas of the persistent widow might make this parable one of the Bible's many calls for social justice for whoever is most marginalized, voiceless, vulnerable, and alone. A central concern of sacred scripture from start to finish. But, given the location of this parable in Luke's gospel, coming right on the heels of that long passage concerning the second coming, it may be, as the closing lines of the parable suggest, a story about faithful waiting for the return of Christ. But then, of course, it is possible that the parable may be about what the Bible says it is about. Right there in the first verse of the passage, the need for us to pray always and never to lose heart. If that is, in fact, what the parable of the persistent widow is about, then two things we might say concerning this parable are that when it comes to prayer, the judge in the story is not the way God is. But the widow in the story is the way we are. I grew up in a religious world which taught me to believe that God is like the judge in the story, always waiting for us to pray a little harder, have a little more faith, or recruit a few more prayer partners before finally giving in as though prayer is a transaction in which God must be offered enough, enough faith or enough persistence or enough voices to finally persuade God to come around and do our will, to finally convince God to do the good thing that God already knows we need for God to do. 
because that is what I grew up hearing, that is what I grew up believing. But then somewhere along the way, it occurred to me that if God must be worn down by our poor persistence, or if God can be impressed by how many prayer partners we assemble to join us in our petitions, that makes God into a very ordinary human and not a very good one at that. Not unlike the judge in this morning's parable who can only be reluctantly persuaded by relentless persistence. However, while God is not like the stubborn judge in this morning's parable, we are like the persistent widow. As Walter Brueggemann says, when it comes to prayer, like the widow in the parable, we keep coming back. Because like the widow in the parable, we have nowhere else to go. Day after day, all through the day, like the widow in the parable, we just keep coming back. Where else can we go but to God to seek the healing, deliverance, courage, clarity, relief, and strength we need? Like the widow in the story, we keep coming back not because we think we need to wear God down by our constant coming and calling, but because we can't not keep coming back. As C.S. Lewis once said, our prayers pour forth from us by day and by night, waking and sleeping. And sometimes our prayers change our lives. Things change. We get the miracle. And when that happens, our hearts are thankful, joyful, relieved, and glad. Other times, our lives change our prayers. We don't get the first best thing we pray for. So we pray for the next best thing. And if that doesn't happen, we pray for the next best, next best thing. Our lives changing our prayers.
years. Until sometimes we are left at last with nothing left to pray for except the strength to go through the wonderful thing God might have done but did not do. But even then, like the persistent widow, we do not lose heart, give up, go away, or become disillusioned. Because we don't think of prayer as something that works or doesn't work, succeeds or fails. Because we know that prayer is not a transaction between us and God in which if only we offer God enough words or faith or partners or persistence, God will finally come around and do what we want God to do. Rather, we know that prayer is our constant conversation with God all through the day, day after day, telling God the truth concerning what we want and need and hope and fear and love and hate. The praying life, not a transaction which succeeds or fails, but the breath we breathe in from God and out to God. As Barbara Brown Taylor once said, to say that we love God but don't pray much is like saying we love life but don't breathe much. The praying life is not a transaction. At this point in my now long pastoral life, I sometimes think that if I had the power to deliver people from any one thing, it would be transactional theology. God has to receive a perfect sacrifice before God can give forgiveness. God has to receive just enough faith and persistence before God can answer prayer. That's us creating God in our image. God is God. And our life of prayer is not one transaction after another that works or doesn't, succeeds or fails. No. The life of prayer is our life. It is what we breathe in from God and breathe out to God. It is how we live. It is how we hold one another up. It is how we go through what we did not get to go around. As our late great poet-priest Mary Oliver said, 
I know a lot of fancy words. I rip them from my tongue. And then I pray. And as it was for her, so it is with us. We pray and pray and pray. We all remember back when we first stumbled across that verse in Philippians where Paul called upon us to pray without ceasing and we said, oh, that is impossible. It is impossible to pray without ceasing. And now we know that the exact opposite is true. It is impossible for us not to pray without ceasing. It is our life. It is how we live. Praying and praying and praying some more, never losing heart or giving up, our hope incurable, our love for God as completely unconditional as God's love is for us. When our prayers are answered, we say God is good. And when they are not, we say God is good because we know that the goodness of God is not contingent upon how well our life is going. God is always God and we are always praying, breathing in, breathing out our life with God. Always the same. When our prayers change our lives, and when our lives change our prayers, when we do get the miracle, and when we don't. Because as one wise soul once said, faith is what you have left when you don't get the miracle. So when the last line of the parable wonders, when the last day comes and the Lord comes again, will the Lord find faith on the earth? The answer is absolutely. <laughs> yes, indeed. No question about it. Because whether our prayers change our lives or our lives change our prayers, we are those people of incurable hope who don't know how not to keep coming back over and over again. Amen.